everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast off-season edition. <laughs> We're here in the depths of winter, December. <laughs> Formula One has been and gone, and we now have to scrape the barrel for all of the news that is happening. But we've got some news that we can talk about today, and it is about sprint races, probably the most polarizing topic in the formula one fandom you either absolutely despise it or absolutely love it there doesn't seem to be any sort of happy medium going on here we're also live on twitch wtf on official if you don't follow us already and yeah it's uh it's been announced six races for 2023 which we knew already we didn't know what the venues were the venues have been announced haven't they katie fairman I have perfectly timed as I took a sip of tea. Excellent. <laughs> I, I don't know why I did it like that as well. It's Fairman, but I was like, because I was in Fairman. my head, I was like, that's not Fairman, but I, I'm sorry. I can't stop doing it. It's okay. It's, yeah, one of those things. But yeah, we've got six venues now, some familiar places that we've had sprints before, others brand new. And yeah, I'm actually, I'm excited by the look of that lineup. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm one of these people hated sprints when they started, was like, takes away from everything. But, the last few have been quite good. So maybe I'm beginning to sway more towards team sprint than I hate everything. Team and sprint. All that team sort of no stuff. practice if you're Tommy. Uh, before yeah. we actually get into it, I want to highlight that I'm wearing a special jumper. Well. Yes. Gunter Steiner. Yes. Jingle bell. <laughs> I'm not going to say the next bit, but yes, uh, we've got some Christmas stuff on the uh, on the website right now. And um, if you're listening on audio, it's the Jingle Bell. I can say it, Fock, um, which of course is Gunter Steiner. So uh, yeah, there you go. Thought I'd show you. Anyway, the six venues for the 2023 sprint races are Azerbaijan, Austria, Belgium, Qatar. United States, Cota, Brazil. Those are the six. And we're going to dive into each and every one of them, kind of assess whether we think it's going to be a good sprint race or not, uh, and give a little overall rating of out of 10 of how happy we are to see that as a sprint race for next year. So let's start with Azerbaijan, shall we? The absolute chaos that is the streets of Baku. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah. I've taken quite well to this as a, as a sprint race because... I think Baku is chaos. And how do you make more chaos? Have another start there. So for me, I think it makes quite a lot of sense for, for Azerbaijan to be a sprint race. When you look at the overall six that we can see, I would say four out of the six are decent overtaking opportunity tracks, maybe two slightly more questionable. But Azerbaijan absolutely fits the bill for me of... Give it a go. Give it a whirl. Try it. See if sprint races work there. Um, and I don't see why not. Azerbaijan has given us many a great race. And especially in those first few laps when DRS is activated and you have that really long straight. And if we have a headwind into there, then my God, we're going to get seven abreast. So I am quite happy to see sprint races uh, in a uh, sprint race. Sorry, in Azerbaijan. We got the chance to see a very small sprint in Baku last year when obviously everything had to be red flagged and we got like a two, three lap sprint to the end. 
So we've had a little bit of a taster and I know that the circumstances around that were just insane with like Hamilton accidentally whacking his magic button and flying off. And But we still saw so much action in those two laps. So yeah, I feel like Baku could be a really good one. Um, also, Baku is just one of my favourite races on the calendar. And the fact that qualifying is normally a bit manic and they've normally got three practice sessions before then the fact that we're only going to have one practice before we go into qualifying that's going to be absolute chaos so yeah I'm really happy with the choice of this one um normally if you say sort of street circuit and the f1 sprint you might think oh you know it might be a bit difficult to overtake but Baku's built and designed in such a way that there are plenty of overtaking opportunities you know think of the amount of overtakes we might get down that long start finish straight that we've got there I'm excited for this one this is the one that I saw and was like oh that is tasty that's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, you know, I'm looking at the Twitch trap right now, and um, Baku straight might be good for the sprint. Says Coastal Rookie, and um, I think generally speaking, it does seem as though Baku is yeah could be the best sprint. Says Matt Young. Um, so I, I am of the same opinion. I think it's a, a good track to to give it a go at, and you know, as you say, what a, what a, I forgot about that that last couple of laps that we saw uh, that chaotic ending to the Azerbaijan uh, GP then but yeah i'm a, i'm a big fan of it i think that you know it's it could be quite interesting with with obviously the, the safety cars and um sprint races there obviously probably bought 20 odd laps but it could throw in we could get a safety car there because i think the one thing we've always mentioned right was are they are drivers going to take risks because it's sprint races but i think that it's a categorical yes that they do take risks and they're drivers and as soon as you put them in the cockpit they're going to try something uh so yeah i'm a big fan of of baku being on the sprint race calendar tommy of course isn't here he's uh he's off today but i know for a fact he's firstly going to be happy the six sprints and secondly going to be happy that baku is one of them uh i'm going to give it a solid nine out of ten excitement for uh for azerbaijan i was thinking the same yeah like an eight or a nine i think um, I can't remember who you said you were in the chat, but whoever said that could be the best sprint, I think he could be right there. So, yeah, start off strong with the sprints next year. You can't say eight or nine, Katie. The whole ruling. Oh, right, sorry. Was I'll say nine. Nine. <laughs> you can't go 8.5. So we know this, <laughs> right? We don't do it in halves. I sorry. gave you 10 points to choose from. Eight or nine? No. Okay. Nine. I'll go for a nine. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Excellent. So that's Azerbaijan. The second one is Austria. Now we've seen Austria previously. Yeah. It's kind of my uh, noise to sum up uh, <laughs> Austria being another sprint race. I am i don't massively think it lends itself too well to sprint races, in my opinion. Um, it's just not a track that's easy to overtake. It's very short. I know it worked out well for uh, Charlotte Claire in the end uh, this year. So uh, therefore, ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten, because obviously he didn't win uh, the sprint, did he? But he won the won the main race. Um, but no, for me, I'm I don't know. Austria. Clearly, there are reasons that are beyond just what will be exciting when Formula One make these decisions. But for me, yeah, I think uh, Austria. I'm I'm probably least excited out of the six. Um, yeah, I'm straight up going to just give it a, a solid four out of ten. Not that excited. Sorry, Austria. Okay. Well, like you say, we saw Austria host a sprint earlier this year. And from memory, there were some good parts to it. I think, wasn't that when we had 
whole Schumacher Magnuson position thing and Mick like proper that still was not forgiven challenged yeah but he channeled his dad like he looks so much like Michael in that media pen after because he was furious um but yeah I think it was a good sprint but we'll have to wait and see I think like you say there are probably better venues on the calendar around that sort of European part that they could have chosen but I don't know it's just a safe safe option I think I mean, um, why why are we not going back to Silverstone I know it wasn't the great last time we did British bias <laughs> I know, I know. it is British bias but for me I don't know I just feel like Austria is such an underwhelming sprint race location I, I just don't think it lends itself well as I say and, and I think the likes of Silverstone maybe we were a bit unlucky for um that the time we did have a sprint race there and we were of course actually there in person which we were very lucky to to experience but yeah I don't know I I feel like some uh, place like Silverstone, which hopefully lends itself a bit better to overtaking, would be would be good. So, what would your rating be, Katie, for Austria? I'll go six. Six out okay. of ten. It's six. funny because you'd mentioned Silverstone and F1 Media, which is their official account where they share all their press releases and stuff, shared a clip that said or an article Formula One announced six venues, and they used a picture of Silverstone for it so you probably find loads of people were did like, they they've baited exciting. us they did they baited us oh my goodness so also, uh, how does it work I mean, I, we probably won't be able to answer this but just my the question is obviously like these six venues have probably been selling tickets for next year right so yeah. how how does that work in terms of how they factor in pricing and stuff? So like, for example, Azerbaijan's not that late into next year. And like, whether did they always know they were going to be a sprint race? Because now, like when a fan buys maybe a Friday ticket or whatever, they're getting a lot more for their buck than what they would have been previously. So I don't know. It's a question that no one will be able to answer, but but I just, I wonder how, how early these decisions are actually made compared to when we actually get told. Um, But yeah, moving away from Austria now, and we go to the next track, which is Belgium. Mm. Spa Francorchamps is uh, the next sprint location. And it's funny because I feel like this one gets a free pass for terrible races, which we've, I think we discussed this year and we've discussed many years, I think, um, that it is an absolute iconic track. Seven, just over seven kilometers worth of gorgeousness. But unless you get like crazy weather or something, I don't know. Spa doesn't seem to actually give us. And even when you get crazy weather, you don't get racing. As it yeah, actually, out yeah, last that year. was bad. That was bad. Um, You've just bad really that, yeah, sorry, upset sorry people some that went, people that went yeah. <laughs> uh, in 2021. Uh, but no, I I feel like this is some one that people will really look forward to and it will be terrible. That's how I actually see this one. I think it makes sense to try it as a sprint, but I actually don't think it will be very good. Uh, so for me... I'm still. I'm going to give it a six because it's Spa, but clip this up. I reckon Belgium will be. Mm, I think. I mean, Austria. It's going to be close. I think those two will be will be contenders for the worst sprint race of the season. That's what I think. And you can clip it up all you want, but I think yeah, I don't think Spa will be very good. No, I mean, for me, Spa always has like an interesting exciting start so for that reason i think it's going to be really good and maybe the fact that we won't get the full 300 plus kilometer race first will mean that the 100 kilometer race will be much more exciting because there'll be a lot more crammed in but yeah we'll have to wait and see because spa as well has got a slightly different slot on the calendar next year so it's going to be on july 30th which is the last race before we get our summer break which would normally be something like hungry um so 
yeah, it could be maybe slightly different weather conditions. I don't really know. I mean, Spa has its own microclimate anyway, but I do see your point of thinking that you see Spa and you instantly think of, oh, that's one of my favorite races on the calendar. Like it's just magnificent, like the way the circuit is. But when it comes down to the actual racing, sometimes it can get like, like there can be lulls in the race. Or if you're somebody like Max Verstappen, you started like 14th or something on race day and then was up to first within a few laps. Like at least it proves there's overtaking opportunities, but it might be another case of, I don't know, say we see some engine penalties there, that kind of thing. Like the grid is just going to end up sorting itself out again quite soon um, come Sunday. So yeah, I, I feel like you're right in the sense that it might be a bit bit boring. <laughs> I think it, I think it will be. Uh, it's no okay. disrespect to Spa, as I say, but it's just, I don't, it's just something about it. It doesn't lend itself very well to, to racing at the moment. Uh, Weirwood in the Twitch chat says, this exists, this is the Spa deal. So they can say, Spa, we gave you two races and both sucked. You're off the calendar. Oh. Maybe, maybe, I mean, there was a lot of talk, wasn't there, about the future of, uh, of Spa mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. And I don't think this will probably be the test bed of whether they would uh, get rid of it in the future, but um, that is an interesting angle uh, to take. So uh, yeah, Spa, I'm going to give a six. What did you give, Katie? Um, what are you going to give? I'll give it a seven. Seven? Okay. My things are all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be rubbish. Seven out of ten. <laughs> oh, that's true. But then I gave Austria a six, so I've kind of shot myself in the Yeah, you've, you've, that, you've so. gone, oh, Katie with I've really nice too grades. soon. Shock. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like taking a call on a train or bus on speaker for everyone to hear. You don't know who has access to your most private, sensitive information. So don't be that person. The reason why I use ExpressVPN is because internet service providers know every single website you visit. And in the US, they can legally sell this information to ad companies and tech giants, who then use your data to target you. ExpressVPN creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet, so people can't peep on your online activity. Just fire up the app and click one button. It works on phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. No wonder it's rated number one by Business Insider and The Verge. Secure your online activity today at expressvpn.com WTF1 and get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com WTF1. Again, that's expressvpn.com WTF1. Our friends at Manscaped are helping you clear your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. You can get 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com forward slash WTF1. Manscaped is a one-stop shop for all of your holiday needs. They have the perfect gift in the Platinum Package 4.0, plus loads of little presents perfect for stocking stuffers. What better holiday gift than giving the gift of good hygiene and a few laughs? Manscaped offers a handful of their liquid formulations. Shampoos, body washes, upstairs and downstairs deodorant, gels, exfoliants, absolutely everything they could need to keep it clean. Don't let their chestnuts roast in the wrong boxes. Get them a pair of Manscaped boxes, specially made to keep the area cool and provide holiday comfort all year round. The Shears 2.0 is their full kit for nail care with scissors, clippers, tweezers and a file for the travelling man. Get 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com forward slash WTF1. That's right, 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com forward slash WTF1. Manscaped, for a perfect gift that will be the holiday's biggest hit. 
Right. Now we move to our fourth sprint race, which is Qatar. Mm. Now, there's a bit of confusion about where we're actually going to be racing <laughs> uh, when it comes to when we go to Qatar. Has there been any confirmation as to where we at? Because a lot of people are thinking it's the, the LaSalle International Circuit, which is what we did before. And that's my understanding. But yeah, I mean, they used a picture, didn't they, from uh, when they did race at Qatar for their announcement on Formula One. So that's what I'm going with here is that we'll go back to the LaSalle International Circuit, which, of course, stepped in during the COVID times. Um, that's what the official F1 calendar says. So yeah. I assume that is We'll correct. go with that then. Uh, so because originally there was going to be this whole new purpose built track, wasn't mm. there? And that was the whole plan. Um, but that that's not happened yet. So yeah, this one, it wasn't the worst track in the world, but it's we a, got a Fernando Alonso track. podium. So it we was did a get a Fernando Alonso podium <laughs> and one of the best moves at the start of a Grand Prix ever on Gasly. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Start, <laughs> when those two were like towards the front of the field, uh, which was, which was brilliant, but it's an okay track, but as we know, it is a, as I say, a MotoGP track. It's more sort of rounded off corners rather than hard braking zones. Maybe it will lend itself well to the new regulation of cars because they can follow closer. Uh, but it's it's kind of a mediocre sort of. All right, Qatar should be should be okay, but uh, again, I don't think it's going to be a, a crazy a crazy sort of, well, at least on paper, it doesn't seem like it's going to be the, the best thing ever, but I think it'll be better than Belgium and Austria. So for that reasoning, I gave what? Spara six. Damn it. I should have given Spara. I'm going to give Spara five and I'm going to give Qatar a six. Interesting. See, I'm going to go the other way and I'm going to say that it will be worse than Austria and Belgium. Ooh. I think. Yeah. Like the, the race itself was interesting but from memory and this is going a long way back it's over a year ago now so it's really like in one ear out the other for me but um there was obviously a lot of tire issues it's quite a rough abrasive track and there were loads of punches as a result of that but then we're probably not going to see that in the sprint because unless everybody pops on soft tires and literally like everybody gets punches by the penultimate lap which I don't think is going to happen like I doubt that's really going to be a scenario we'll see it'll be a night race I assume so it'll probably be a bit cooler as well so I don't know I saw this one it just didn't really fill me with much excitement I just feel like they've put it on there because lots of people this is just my personal opinion I think are going to be a bit like we had with Saudi Arabia coming onto the calendar for the first season. A lot of people might have their reasons for not wanting to watch that race. So by putting Qatar and the sprint race together, it forces people to sort of tune into more sessions. So you'll have, you can't just skip Friday now if you don't want to watch it, cause you're going to miss qualifying and all this kind of stuff could be completely wrong, but that's like kind of my thinking of what they've done or maybe yeah just to get more eyeballs on it because it is a new circuit coming in and they want to get that in excitement and engagement going um because yeah i wouldn't look at qatar out of all of the other you know circuits that we've got on the calendar and think yes that is exactly where we should have a sprint like there are better suited tracks in my opinion than qatar would be so yeah we'll see how it goes but i think i'll give this a five out of ten that's All right, so opinion. I'm going to put you on the spot now and say, what would you replace it with? What track oh, okay. would you... Let me uh... have a look at the Yeah, the have a look at the calendar. Uh, and what would you... Suzuka. Instead? I mean, Suzuka, it's a good shout. Singapore, maybe. But I think I would probably pick Suzuka. It's literally the race before. And okay. I just love Suzuka. Maybe. And we didn't get it to see it in its full 
gloriousness because of the blooming weather. So yeah, that was I would go Suzuka. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's Qatar done. The penultimate sprint race is going to be at the United States Circuit of the Americas, which yeah, sign me up. Give me a bit of Kota, more of Kota every day of the week. Uh, I am I'm very excited to see Kota as one of the sprint races. I think it's a brilliant track. It's uh, I would say slightly underrated uh, in a lot of people's opinions. Um, when you look at the calendar, it's it's definitely top five in my book. Uh, in terms of uh, tracks of course it takes a lot of the best parts of other tracks and stuck it into one so um for me i am am i as excited as azerbaijan ah because I, I can't go halves which is what i was thinking of doing there but i can't do you that can't. When I, you can't do that um, after you race me at the start no i i think yeah an eight out of ten uh excitement for me uh for kota i think it will be a a decent a decent sprint yeah, I think that's a fairly safe place to put a, a sprint race. We've had some good races there in the past. Um, yeah, there's not really... I'm not as excited for um, for the United States Grand Prix as I am for like Baku or something like that. So it'll have to go underneath Baku, which was a nine. So I'll give Kota an eight. Um, but yeah, just a, a sound track. Great for overtaking, but no more Danny Rick arriving on a horse. I mean, he could still do that. But it'd just be a driver. Red Bull horse. Yeah, it's a bit of a like you know risky move as soon as mm. you've not actually got a full-time race seat anymore but you never know maybe he can spend his time away from racing thinking of an even bolder entrance maybe like flying through helicopter parachuting that kind of vibe I love how you know you've somehow made this about Daniel Ricciardo, which is impressive. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't help it I think of Kota and I think of Daniel Ricciardo yeah. and it's just yeah it's Which is amazing because he's Australian. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but yes, I, I doubt he's going to be arriving on a horse next year, but let's see. Um, Maybe a little donkey or something instead. Oh, that's harsh. No. What was that? Sorry. No, sorry. I missed I was... that noise. What was no, that? no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure I someone will clip that up. instantly regretted it. Uh, okay, so that, that's the USGP, Cota. Of course, there are three venues in America, but as far as I'm aware, the United States Grand Prix is still Cota. I don't know what the other two are going to be called. Are they also going to be Miami called? Grand Prix and Las Vegas Grand Prix. Is that literally what it's called? Okay, there you go. Easy peasy. Uh, did you guys ever receive your Danny Rick merch, the seventh Tom? No. no. I'm ready to He never fight responded, him about did that. he? Uh, no, I, so... I might give him a nudge. Hope you're enjoying retirement. Oh, sorry, sabbatical, babe. Where's my merch? Wow. Oh, my God. If you actually said retirement, dot, 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 sabbatical, babe. No, I didn't. All right, Mika Hakkinen. Uh, (laughs) You know, hopefully he comes back. Uh, I think he will. Fingers crossed, uh, you know, you get your merch and you can live happily ever after. And finally, the sprint race that is a straight 10. There's no other number for it. It's Brazil. Interlagos, what a track. If they hadn't include Brazil, included Brazil after especially what happened this year, it's it is the perfect venue, not just for sprint races, not just for practice, not just for qualifying, but just for Formula One. Give me 30 races around this damn track now. And I would I would genuinely be happy. I, I honestly would. We could have one track for the entire calendar. Brazil is 10 out of 10, a million out of 10. Everyone in the chat is also saying 10 out of 10. There's no more to say about it. It's, it's the perfect racetrack, the perfect venue. It's got it's got everything. The weather, ah, oh, lovely, Mwah! glorious. 
It is perfect. So good that my internet just dropped out as you did that. So that's really great. It did. But yeah. yeah I, I literally don't have so much more to add. Like it's just the perfect place. And yeah, we've had the sprint there. That This will be its third consecutive year as a sprint. And both times before it, excellent sprint races. So, you know, no pressure into Lagos, but we're all expecting you to be the, the best here. So. Yeah, they've set themselves up for failure now, haven't they? They need to have like a fight for the win. They have to have a bit of controversy. They have to have everything. Otherwise, we oh, that was a rubbish Brazilian Grand Prix. We can't Prix, even say it? like you need to get Hass on pole because we've literally already had that. Like so I don't Hass know. On pole. I don't know how what we can were top they it. Thinking? <laughs> there is no way of topping it. Like the only thing, Latifi being on pole would have been the only thing more shocking. Uh, but he was out in Q1. So, I mean, look, maybe the, bring him back for that one sprint event. Latifi <laughs> brought back in for the Brazilian sprint Max Verstappen. Didn't he, I think he qualified like 16th, which was obviously like it's kind of like pole position for him. Uh, there around there. Oh. So, bless him. Williams on pole. Yeah, maybe next year. Uh, but yeah, that is yeah, Brazil 100% my number one sprint race, uh, and I'm really looking forward to that. So, yeah, those are the six sprints Azerbaijan, Austria, Belgium, Qatar, United States, and Brazil. What would be the one track? Is it Suzuka, uh, or is there another track, Katie, that you would say absolutely had to be on the sprint on this sprint race calendar that isn't? Hmm. Well, we could either go with just like ones that I just want to see more racing on. So maybe like a Canada. I do love the I'd like to circuit just race Chaville. at Canada, you know. Yeah, That'd I do nice. love that circuit. I quite like Imola last year. That was good. I love the Imola circuit. But once again, that kind of well, we had a battle for the lead in that one with Verstappen and the clerk, but um it did the kind of same thing where we had a crazy qualifying on the Friday and then it sort of made the the starting grid more normal come Sunday but I guess that's just the DNA of the sprint now um but yeah I'd maybe go for a Canada maybe a Hungary and okay. I it's, I find that quite an underrated track and I say every time on this podcast but I do like the Budapest circuit how I would improve the sprint race calendar uh-huh. I hear you ask Katie sorry uh, Matt, I, how I, would no, you just, improve it kidding, <laughs> what kidding. would you add sorry how- how I would change the 2023 sprint race calendar. So I would get rid of Austria, put that in the bin, get rid of Qatar in the bin, maybe even get rid of Belgium, but we'll get, we'll come back to that. Austria, get rid of that. Sakia, that needs to be a sprint race. Bahrain, what a track that, that just, just yeah. please give us a like sprint race around there. Absolutely. So Bahrain, a hundred percent, uh, Azerbaijan, I'm, I'm happy with United States. I'm happy with Brazil. I'm happy with, Monza, come on, that needs to be a sprint again. That come on, just give us give us what we need. Uh, yeah. And finally, am I getting rid of Spa? Am I getting rid of Spa? Yeah, I'm getting rid of Spa and putting in Canada. I think those six would be would be awesome. So, Bahrain, United States, Brazil, Monza. <laughs> you know what i mean whatever i said that's that yeah go back to it right okay because i think those right let me do that again coffee is definitely worn off (laughs) right bahrain yeah that's right azerbaijan yes canada yes (laughs) uh, yeah get rid of spa put in silverstone yes okay put in monza 
And then got one oh, no. there. Oh, oh God, I've only got one left. What yeah. have I done? What have you done? Oh God. Oh, I've, I've messed greedy. up here. I've, I've really messed up here. Now I have to choose between Brazil and well, obviously it's going to be Brazil. I've had to choose between that <laughs> and uh, and the USGP and Cota. Oh God. Um, okay, get rid of Silverstone and keep Cota. There you go. Whatever that was, uh, that was really unclear. Um, but yeah, the coffee's clearly wearing off. So yeah, that's what I would do. Um, basically, just the six best tracks. And that's why I didn't ask you. Then, no, I'm joking. I, wow. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, on that note, Katie, final thoughts? No. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> final thoughts. Um, still related to Sprint, but yeah, I guess more teams will be getting more money for um, having extra Sprints because we've normally only had three. So they'll be getting a bit of extra cash to deal with any kind of extras they need for the Sprint. I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, basically more Wonga going into teams' pockets to equal it out. Yes. Now um, I'm the one that can't speak. That's fine. Fantastic uh, podcasting from us both. <laughs> yeah, some people in the chat have said Monza Sprint was a bit meh, wasn't it? But I, I want to give it another chance. I, I want to... Yeah. It, it wasn't great. It helped because but... it got Danny Rick further up the grid and we know what happened there. Oh, he's such a fangirl. Um, but he still won't send me merch. Thanks, yeah, Daniel. Yeah, That's so, really um, nice of you. Uh, but no, I, I would. Uh, I, no, I'd give Monza another chance personally. So there you go. Right, that is it. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this uh, WTF1 podcast on the 2023 Sprint Races hashtag WTF1 podcast. If you want to get involved in the discussion, follow us on Twitch WTF1 official. If you want to get some Christmas merch, go to the shop WTF1 uh, shop.wtf1.com, and you can fill your boots to your heart's content. That is it. Some <laughs> F1 news. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the chaotic Twitch stream if you're over on here and uh, we will see you very soon for another podcast. Bye.